Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 505 podcast. Oh, dude, the kid. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Guys, we're back better than ever. Episode nine, eight, hundred and nine, hundred and nine, hundred and nine. Incredible! It's a late one tonight, huh? No, it is a late one. We're uh, one. we're starting the pod at ten o'clock. The energy's firing, though. I can feel it. It's just flying through the room. And the reason it's firing is because we just got an incredible message from Seth. We did on he DM Braden, and the messages that we've been getting from the podcast, like you guys loving it, just means the world. Honestly, it's so cool yeah. to hear it. Because it really is hard for us. Like we all work full-time jobs. We're yeah. doing TikTok. We're trying to do social media. We're trying to do this podcast. So it does, um, it really does give us that extra motivation. Like right now, I was extremely tired. Right. Seth sent the message and I'm like, holy shit, let's ride boys. Let's Hell get yeah. this going. Right. Like I literally just got back and like, I'm just like a little tired, you know? But where were you? Gotta, yeah, where were you at? It was at the uh, Spider-Man premiere. Ooh. Spider-Man I don't actually know. I think it's like comes home or some shit. There, it's always home, coming home, homecoming, mm-hmm. returns the home, whatever. It's pretty funny though because I had shot with Tom Holland on that Uncharted thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that was just like crew members and what have you. And he was just very a normal person, right? Like mm-hmm. just a nice little British man. Yeah, it's crazy to see him then because I spent a whole day with him just shooting the shit. It's so crazy to see him with like fans busted to the brim. He comes out of limo and the whole fucking place explodes. I'm like. That guy, like that guy was with the whole time. He's like a fucking superstar. Like you forget, dude. It was so weird. And all of a sudden you like see them almost differently. It makes me understand why women like fucking fall in love with like musicians and shit. Cause when you see them on stage and they just like command a room like that, it's fucking crazy, dude. You were at, who else did you see? You saw Kid Cudi was there? I saw Kid Cudi, which was crazy. Scott, you know? Scott. Scott. (laughs) Your buddy Scott. Scott. I hate when people do that. Um, Oh, Kid Cudi? Yeah, you mean mean Scott? God, I hate that so much. Scotty. Um, Scotty. He was there. I, um, I accidentally made eye contact with Jared Leto, which was a terrifying experience. He is like, he's a beautiful human. But just just like holds the deepest eye contact. And I think he thought I knew him or he knew me or something like that. So he just goes, hey, man. And I go, hey. <laughs> and and then he just kept walking. And I was like, holy shit. He seems like a weird guy. Weird, but really interesting. I was like kind of obsessed with him, though. Mm-hmm. Like I was like weirded out, but I was like, I need to know more. I need to like just follow you around. So I like literally like walked behind him the whole way. The I feel carpet. like that would be your taste in men if you were a chick. You'd be into You'd like be the into, mysterious yeah. guys. You'd be like, What's going on? Chloe, what do you think? We have Chloe listening. We actually have a live audience member. We've stolen this woman from the streets <laughs> to come You in. think Jared Leto would be my type in uh, a type of man if I was into men or a woman that was into men? You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll table it, Chloe. Okay. Back to the back. Chloe to the show. only knows animated characters. Chloe only knows um, people under the age of 14. Right. Um, so. I right, see so Jared Leto. It's Jared Leto, Jamie Foxx, who's sick. I love Jamie. Jamie Foxx Fox is so a good cool. Guy. I always said if I could have dinner, it, you know, it's like if you could have mm. dinner with like three sure. people or whatever. Sure, sure, Jamie sure. Foxx is like a top three person for me. Yeah. If I could grab dinner with someone, he interesting. Would be one of them. He's so fun. Like Willem yeah. Dafoe was there, which is crazy. He's in like all the Wes Anderson movies. One of my favorite actors. Um, just like a very highly renowned actor. Um, you felt like a big dog on the red carpet. I was just walking like up and down that thing. Too. Did you have all access? All access. There you yeah, go. I could go anywhere I wanted. Let's it was go. great. And, and what then, was your job? Just taking some social stuff. Yeah, and like because we had worked on the Hyundai spot with Spider Man, we just like all got to go to the premiere basically. Um, although I didn't get to see the movie, some bullshit, but it's fine. You know, transparency. I feel like a lot of people in LA just like just post like them looking sick on the fake private jet. I was trying to like post like, look, 
I'm on the red carpet and sick, but I'm just here because I like worked on this commercial. I didn't make the movie. A lot of people work really hard to make those movies. I'm not one of them. One day, hopefully. Anyhow, it was sick. It got a lot of energy and then I crashed as soon as I got in my car because I was tired. And you got a Chipotle and that's the real MVP right there, baby. Yep. Come on. Yep. I, feel, yep. Well, yep. I didn't get Chipotle. But. Oh, here's the thing about Chipotle though. When you ask a friend to order something for you, yeah. right? Usually like simplify it a little bit for them. Sure, simplify yeah. the order and make it easy as it can be. Brain, do you want anything from Starbucks? I'll take a black coffee. I just, I just like, give yeah. a fucking regular Chipotle order. I'm sorry Braid? that I have a great Chipotle order. I have Braid the best Chipotle. Actually, text me. it's false. I have the best Chipotle order on this side of the 405. Braid. That's a fact. And you couldn't <laughs> sacrifice it even though your good friend Chase is picking it up. Dude, it was literally like side of three hard shell tacos. Make sure they're hard. Make sure there's three of them. He's like white rice, black black beans, half chicken, half steak, little bit of mild sauce, a little bit of medium salsa. I feel that. You don't want too much salsa. No, because guac- when you say a little bit, they usually yeah. pour on a normal amount. It's like, oh, it's great. It's exactly what I wanted. Guac, vinaigrette, cheese, and chips. It was like 15 lines of dialogue. I almost, I almost, I like, said, I almost said guac on the side, but I knew it would be too much. I knew they were freaking. That's where, I, that's where you draw the that's line? Where, I side with Brayden. I'm a pretty picky person when it comes to ordering it's food chipotle and like, though yeah, it, there's yeah, yeah. there's only one way to order what was i gonna tell you just give me a burrito yeah no. <laughs> like what not. you should have seen me up there though dude i was like white rice he needs half chicken half steak brown rice just steak like i was <laughs> fucking <laughs> pointing yeah, i was fucking spider-man on dude, there, dude. hell yeah bro no dude what i what i like to do is i go out if the guy doesn't give me that good scoop of chicken i'm always going like hey give me a little bit more and he's like it'll be double i'm like you didn't give me a good first scoop man right. come on you know that and they, you, you got to do better for me i love please. that i'm so you strike me as the kind of person who'd walk behind and just be like i'm just gonna do it myself <laughs> I, I got you, you so would i got i got time like i'll go um actually this leads perfectly into our topic for the night because i wish that i could have told my younger self when i was like in sixth grade to get fucking the side of the hard shell tacos because it's delicious and the vinegar i don't know if they had the vinaigrette yet but the vinaigrette makes chipotle way better you're listening to this and you love chipotle just do yourself a favor and get a vinaigrette on the side you're welcome and just pour the whole thing on the burrito bowl it's literally makes every bite delicious instead of just some bites i never used to do the uh the vinaigrette and then Braden Mm. turned me onto it and it's i've never gone back it's a game changer it's great i think you guys are going to get so much value out of today's episode because there's so many little nuggets in here that you're just going to get hundreds of mistakes that we've made right. simplified into helpful advice today which, yes. which is great because i i would have loved this podcast when i was i would love it right now probably. right <laughs> you know it's a great it's absolutely a, it's a good it's and a good it's, one it's surprising because you guys are probably looking at us you know and being like god these guys are perfect have <laughs> never made a mistake ever before no. in their life and and still don't and the the fact of the matter is we make mistakes a lot Lots and of often times. and have just a ton of regrets yeah you know mm-hmm. but um yeah let's get into it yeah start. advice to our younger selves things we wish we would have done different or could have yes. told you know those that 13 to 14 year old right Chase and just starting out mm-hmm. and then at the end let's do like things we're glad we actually did do i like that that really helped us along totally. that we're like would recommend doing as well so your first one was chipotle my first one was chipotle so let's do like a round robin Brad, okay you want to go next yeah i think that my younger self didn't realize that like one of those mistakes in my head was like always like this is oh this is the end of my life like i'm mm. done i remember like we i got cut from the baseball team in junior year of high school and i was like yeah that's it my life's over yeah it's done and there's no coming back from it like i'm gonna be a failure for the rest of my life and i think that you know we all gotta be less hard on ourselves 100 percent. you know because life dude life's too short and you just have to be able to roll with the punches flow like water Because there's always going to be a better opportunity. I think if you think that way, if you can train yourself to be like, yo, 
this happened for a reason. There's going to be something out there that's better for me. You'll be a happier person. And I think you'll notice that you'll trickle in more W's than you will L's if you think like that. And you're always looking for the positive rather than trying to find every little single thing in your life that's bad because like we can all do that. You can, mm. you, it's all about perspective. Like we can all sit around and be like, oh, this sucks, this sucks. Or we can wake up and be like, okay, that happened. But now we have to adjust and we have to push forward and we have to make changes to go in another direction. I also think when you're younger, when you're that age in high school, it's so easy to get caught up in the moment and feel like that thing, getting cut from the baseball mm-hmm. thing, is the end of the world. It's yeah, so hard right. to see the bigger picture. Especially when you like identify yourself as like, hey, I'm Brain, I play baseball. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're on the baseball team and you're like, what What do I do? Like, who am I? You I dealt I mean? with that, dude. I Baseball was such a big part of my life. I grew up playing it. It was my sport. I thought I was going to go professional. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Turns out I'm 5'9", 140, you know, just don't hit bombs. And Mm -hmm. it's all good and I can't throw that hard. But I was like, no, I want to go to the league. And then I fell out of love playing it. And I just remember dealing with that internal battle of I identify so much as a baseball player. I don't know who I am anymore. And it was really tough. And then I found photography and video. My like best friend from home, Sam, growing up would I remember so he was on like he was on like the seventh grade team, but he made eighth grade A team for baseball. He's really, really athletic. Beast. And he introduced himself to it was like the the day he found out, he introduced my, himself to my brother's like good friend and he just goes, Him and him Sam I'm on A baseball. Just like that. And they still call him A baseball. When like we all like are home like over Christmas stuff, it's like, oh it's A baseball. And he gets so fucking embarrassed. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> that's great. Oh god, that's good. All right, Costas, what's yours? I'm gonna go off of yours with the whole baseball theme theme because this has happened to me in two separate times in my life. One was I fell out of love playing baseball in about going into my junior year of high school. And I was like, I don't want to play anymore, but I'm going to stay on the team because I was like scared to quit. I'll feel like a failure if I quit. I Mm. should see this through. And again was once I realized that I didn't want to do music anymore when I was pursuing DJing after college, it took me a longer time to like accept it and admit it to myself that I didn't want to do it. And I it really came between, I was doing it with my best friend, Josh, and it was coming between our friendship. And I didn't want to accept the fact that deep down I knew I didn't want to do it because I had put all this mm. time and effort into pursuing this thing. And I would feel like a failure because I'm like, I'm quitting. I wish I could tell myself that just because you put a lot of time and energy into something doesn't mean it's going to be the end all be all and that you have to stick with it for the rest of your life. If you try something for a couple of years and realize, hey, this isn't for me, it's okay to stop doing that. And yeah. Right. Like sunk cost fallacy. Like you're like, just because I put all the stuff into it, like you can't get that back even if you stay in it. Doesn't exactly. matter. So like there's just no point in staying just because of the stuff you already had put into it because you're not going to get it out. I would say, dude, when you have the time, say if you're trying to be, at least for me, um, in like the creative field, like in high school, college, make as many videos as you can with that time. Cause you're never going to have that much time to make just stuff ever again, yeah. ever again. And, and dude, and that much, um, like stimuli going on right. around you at once. Right. Like it just like flows the creative juice. You got all these buddies, you got all these mm-hmm. things going on. And it's like, I wish I would have, instead of like, I don't even, I even like fucking study instead of studying so much, like just like make videos with that free time. Cause you have so much free time in college. You have so much flexibility and you don't have that much flexibility or free time ever again. It would seem. I think I used most of that free time to sleep. 
And I probably wasn't even that tired in college. I agree. You, I you, slept you, a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was I, drinking I, a ton. You'd always go back and just be like taking three hour naps. God, I'm like, what? I won so many games of darts though, dude. Let's go. There oh, you go. Yeah, I ripped darts and beard eye. But I wish I was making videos at least about the darts, dude. You know? Mm. How fun would it have been to like vlog going out in Wisconsin? And the or, thing like, is, I always college. talk. I Even the thing, I had that opportunity, bro. Like I was watching David Dobrik in college. Like I could have vlogged. Mm -hmm. Just didn't. I vlogged game days. And then oh, that's I remember the president of the fraternity just cried. He's like, we can't do this. Like we, there's so much drinking and alcohol. Like right. the Panhellenic's going to cry. Thing, I'm kind of glad I didn't because like, mm, you know. <laughs> no, dude. Do you remember what was the challenge where everyone would stay frozen? Um, oh yeah this is the mannequin challenge the mannequin okay, challenge okay okay we did that at a game day and it was like a huge game day and everyone froze oh, and i had sick. it on video and it was like go ahead and then they're like you gotta take it down I'm like eat shit you guys like this really? is such a sick vlog bummer yeah the vlog the <sighs> vlogging thing though i feel like was it's tough if you're in a frat and dealing with like the yeah. drinking underage yeah. all that yeah. kind all of it's a lot it's of a sticky situation yeah. yeah so when you have the time do the thing that you're passionate about when you have that time because like, you don't like get that, that time back yeah i ended up going through this but i know that there's someone out there that's probably really debating something probably similar to this and it was freshman year and i was like i i saw people vlogging on youtube and i was like i think i want to do this and when i finally decided to do it i got like a lot of hate for it and the videos were for sure cringy like i'm not going to deny that they weren't cringy they were like fitness workout videos if i can give any advice out there to anyone that's looking to start on the internet making content like it's gonna suck and that's the whole, suck that's, the, that's the whole part of the process like jeter didn't come out throwing that ball from shortstop mm -mm. all the way across mm -mm. the time no i'm chance. sure he sucked at some point exactly you know and so i think that we all you you always look at like the youtubers that you follow or whatever and you're like you're comparing yourself to someone that's done something for like years and years and years and it's to try to block out other people's opinions and just go for what it is that you mm -hmm. think that you want to do. Because mm -hmm. like none of their opinions matter. And like I think about it like in high school, right? Like I don't know about you guys, how many people you talk to from high school. I remember there was just a period of time like freshman year maybe where I was getting like bullied a little bit. And I was just like, okay, um, I, I like I don't have to talk or see these people ever again. You know, right. like, you, you got to try and block out all of that and just try and find what it is that you're going to want to do. And what's going to make you happy because no one else's opinion at the end of the day really matters. It's just no. all like what you think and what it is that is actually going to make you. I think we're all chasing happiness. And yeah. again, it's like the people that are judging you are the people that are wishing that they had the balls. They're in to the fucking they're in the it. crowd. They're every, in the crowd. Every, yeah, yeah, they're in the crowd every time. Every, every time. single time that someone hates on you, just remember they're in the crowd. They're not the person that's also like doing it or doing it more no. successfully because if they were, they wouldn't be hating on you. They'd Dang. be like, "That's sick that you're trying." Successful people will never go after someone that's doing worse than them. Ever. Right. So the people that are shitting on you are just less successful than you or wishing that they had the balls to try. And exactly. they suck. And, and fuck a, those people. A yeah. lot. And but you're probably and you're probably really sick if you're and, listening to this podcast. And they're probably just fans. <laughs> exactly. Haters, <laughs> haters fans. are probably just fans. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, lo I, lo fans. I love the Delia story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a fun one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Invest in Bitcoin, man. Yeah. Is <laughs> it, what, is it 2013 right now? Because, this? yeah. <laughs> yeah invest if in I Bitcoin. had invested in Bitcoin, right? wouldn't have to do <laughs> shitty freelance stuff and then i could just be traveling and be a full-time travel influencer and make content and make sick videos all the time right and life would be ripping life would be easy but here's the thing you don't know if you'd be more happy you know but it would be a lot easier also i don't know if i would have a lot more money you wouldn't you might not have met us probably wouldn't True. dude everything happens for a reason baby yeah. come on even if we were both in paris at the same time brayden and i would have been in the hostel and you would have been in the four yeah, seasons dude. exactly damn straight <laughs> yeah. damn fucking straight presidential suite baby but also like who knows if i would have you know held on and 
and, and not, yeah, so, yeah, not what, sold yeah, until it's 69k you wouldn't have i mean i bought bitcoin in 2016 early early 2016 and i was in college and i had no fucking money so yeah my advice hey hold on to your bitcoin friend <laughs> you i bought one bitcoin for like two thousand dollars <laughs> Oh and I was, and, and it went up to $3,000 and I had a thousand dollars now and I didn't have a thousand dollars before. And that was huge for me. I'm like, I can buy so many drinks for my friends. I can buy Chipotle like on campus, like once a week, probably if I sell, <laughs> sold it and was the happiest guy in the whole world for like a couple weeks. You're like, and then we just devastated. Guys, this one's yeah, on this me. is Bitcoin shit, dude. <laughs> Actually kind of going off what Brayden said. <laughs> just in general. And I still struggle with this and I think everyone probably does, but like, especially in high school, don't compare yourself to other kids because everyone's got different timelines, dude. Just because the kids ripping in high school, like the kids that were on the hockey team in Minnesota are just like so much cooler than everyone else. And I was not cool. I was just like into the arts and stuff and like played tennis and no one cared about tennis. Again, hard to believe that but this was not the coolest kid just in high not school. The coolest yeah, kid. seriously. Um, look at you now just growing into this white stallion. Yeah, and look at me, dude. I'm on, at the Spider-Man premiere, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking hanging out with me? Jared Leto. Are you kidding? Do you yeah. see what hoodie this guy's wearing? Jared, but anyway, Jared, Jared was, was not cool. Like was not cool and thought like, I'm just not a cool, cool guy. Mm. And you just don't know what timelines look got. A lot of those people, I mean, some of them hopefully are successful. I don't know. But I think a lot of them are not. They're still in that, that small little town. And no offense to those people that still are. But like, even like the guy that's getting like the sick finance job right out of college. And he's like talking about how he's like, yeah, I'm getting six figures. Like right out of mm. Wisconsin, dude. Like going to New York. I know a lot of kids like that that are now calling me like, dude, I'm just like so burnt out. And I'm so sick of like, I just went straight from like literally graduated in May, started working 80 hours a week in June. And like, I'm just sick of it. And like, you're 26 and you don't know what to do. Like, you never know what timeline's going to hit. And like, you don't know if you're destined to be fucking awesome at like 40, dude. Just be patient with yourself and don't compare yourself to others because everyone's on a different fucking thing. I like that. I have a funny story real quick. So when I was still DJing, there was one night where some kids that were a little bit younger than us came to like the place that we were DJing at. We got done. It was a really good night. Like a lot of people showed out and we were crushing it. And she, one of these girls comes up to us after she's hammered. She's just like, man, like you two are really just like the guys that made it from Samoa. And I'm like, dude, if you think DJing at Shore Bar and killing it one night is the epitome of making it, like you got your perspective all messed up, man. Here's the thing though. I think I was there that night and you played Backstreet's Back and it went hard, dude. And I remember thinking like, Man, I don't know if I can be friends with Kosas anymore. That guy's just like way sicker than I am, dude. He played Backstreet Back and went hard. Oh, That's man. so funny, though. Dude, it was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to give you... Ooh, okay, this is a good one. The social media is just fake. That's so fake, ooh. dude. You know, e everything that you see, especially on Instagram, it's like it's very easy to get wrapped up in like, oh, this... This guy's like got this many likes, or like he's doing this. Mm -hmm. You just never. That person might have a shitty family life. Like there's always never. Know. There's just always something. Um, it's, it's just never. Whatever you're seeing is never how it actually is. It's you, you it's know? funny because I've I've looked at stories of friends and they're like say like on a boat and they're having a really good time and I'm mm -hmm. like oh, I'm jealous. I'm not doing shit. Mm -hmm. And then I think back to like a time when I was on a boat and I just like was like not in a good mood. Like maybe mm -hmm. I was just going through a breakup or sad, but I was still posting like my friends having fun. Everyone thought I was probably having the same as much fun as this person's having now. And mm -hmm. I was in a terrible fucking yeah. place. Yeah. You just never know how someone's doing. It's a highlight reel. That's it, all it is. It's, it's all, all it is is a highlight reel. Exactly. And I think we're slowly, very slowly starting to see it becoming 
social media, like the, the need for authenticity yeah. on the apps, you know, but again, you just never know. Like the person who's posting the bottle service every night, they, there might be like negative 10 K in debt. So. Right. And like, that doesn't sound that much fun to just be at the club every night. No. Yeah. So it's just like, Hey man, get a girlfriend and like, love her, you know, just something to keep <laughs> just, in, in perspective. Just, 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 just her. Like, love her, dude. <laughs> Wear condoms if you're in the club. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Double up, huh? Okay, we can stick with social media because I think that like when social media became a thing and Instagram became popping, none of us really knew where it was going to go. Mm. And I would tell my younger self, hey, work on your personal brand. Think about creating a personal brand for yourself um, and creating content that has to do with that because that's going to lead to a lot more opportunity in the future and that's still something i'm trying to work on now but i think had i honed in on it earlier um a lot more opportunity would have come about i think like even going off that i was making vlogs in norway every week and i loved it and i fell in love with making videos and it was so fulfilling and i actually like started to get some traction i went from like zero to like about a thousand followers subscribers on youtube which is kind of a lot yeah it is a lot on that's, that's yeah, great. over like over like five months mm -hmm. and then i got home just lost the creative inspiration stopped I wish I would have kept making a video every week. It just like, it felt so good. I would yeah. force myself to learn new skills and like, who knows? Like maybe I'd be a big YouTuber. That'd be fun. I love YouTubers. So yeah, just like, again, it's a lot of it's consistency, man. Like try to be consistent. Yeah. I feel like you're about to say like, you gave me a face and I, I apologize. No, no, it's okay. I, I, I was going to say consistency. <laughs> it's fine, it's one of my bullets. But. No, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Well, I can't see his bullets, okay? <laughs> I didn't know that that was I have my own bullets. Going off of what Chase just said, you can't complain if you're not consistent with things. You know, mm. you, and you also, you can't beat someone that does something every day. No, not it, It's just, it's like, they're just exponentially, you're exponentially getting better at something if you do it every day. And that's how, that's how I got better at making video. What's up? What are you thinking? So I'm so good at jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to take that one out right there. Huh? Keep it in, baby. Keep it in. Dude, everybody does it. Okay. It's every day. Of every day. <laughs> Chase has gotten so good, dude. I'm just the best. I can do it with my eyes closed. Anyways, keep going. The other day, Chase was like, Dude, I'm sorry, Chloe. I gotta show you this Chloe just, trick. Chloe just staring at me, and I apologize. <laughs> yeah, you you can't... Um, you just threw me off so hard with the You can't beat comment. someone who stays consistent. Yeah, you can't beat someone that stays consistent, and it's really the fastest way to reach whatever result it is that you're looking for and you're hunting for. If you just do something every day, it's very tough to compete with, and you get better at it exponentially. Something I'm trying to work on as well based off of that because i just got back into working out a little bit and going on runs but and we were talking about this earlier is being consistent and doing it without judgment because i feel like so often you'll judge yourself based off the results of something you're doing in a sh for a short amount of time right so like mm. you're comparing your videos to someone who's been making videos for 10 years and you know maybe you've only been making videos for a little bit so you're comparing yourself and then you're judging yourself based off of what you've been doing but if you stay consistent you're naturally just going to get better it's easy to get discouraged when you're trying to stay consistent if you're comparing yourself to other people so try to go about things with less judgment i'm going to do um a two i'm going to do a quick one yep quick one don't date the girl that's on your dorm room floor even if she's really great it's just awkward what's her name because you're going to break up and and then you're going to be right next to each other and that's uncomfortable not gonna put her on blast. Great girl, just on the same dorm room floor, bad idea. Because a lot of kids are going into college. A lot of kids are going into college, you know? Super do you fair. think, okay, do you think if she wasn't on your floor yeah, and you had say, met her out, it would have worked out? Hook up with a girl on the floor above you or the floor below. Yeah, just like, don't, floor is family, okay? Anyways. I had the worst fucking floor. Oh, my floor is awesome. Oh my God, dude, my 6A floor was, My floor sucked. was interesting. I think I have like four friends that I 
still are like best friends with that will for sure be in my wedding. They were on my floor. That's yeah. That's nice. Isn't that sick? That is pretty sick. Anyways, I have another one because I was a little one. I was really focused in college, especially junior year summer. That's like when everyone gets the internship, right? I'm like, I have to get one and I have to get like a good one. So I got an internship at like a marketing company because I was like a marketing and film major. I still don't really know what I wanted to do. I really wish instead of like taking one that like paid well and like was in like a good field, I wish I would have just done like an unpaid thing in like a production company and just like was like a PA or something and just like learned how that stuff works. I feel like I would be further along right now and like know like more shit about the industry. Cause like, I'm like still learning stuff that I feel like I should know at like 26. Like I learned other things about video, but there's like little things about like being on sets and stuff that I just have no idea about. Cause I like didn't have that experience. You gotta just be nice to everybody you meet, especially in mm. college. Cause you, you never know who's going to be in your group and then who's going to, this person might get a job at like 72 and sunny. And then when you're looking to get a job, it's like, Oh, Hey, I remember you. You were always nice to me. You right. were always like a good person. Like we always chatted in class, like try and get to know everyone that when you sit next to someone in class, just like introduce yourself. It's mm. super easy unless it's an 8 a.m. Don't be that person. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't talk. Don't, talk, don't, yeah, don't talk in 8 a.m.s. If it's past 10, be like, oh, what's up? Like, what's your name? You know, and always, always try and sit next to someone different in the class. Well, it was what my brother Spencer said, and it's actually not terrible advice is always sit next to the like the pretty girl or boy pending in class because you will pay attention because if she or he asks you a question about the lecture, you got to fucking know it. I like that. You know, that's so what he said. He's like, this was my key to success. And I did that a little bit and it helped. There it is. What's your rule on hooking up with a girl in your class versus on your floor? I was a class guy. I don't meet girls like in bars, not really my thing, but I would definitely meet girls in class. There it is. But I'm not, like, I'm like a lover, you know, I'm not like just trying to like hook up with a girl in class. I'm trying to like date, you know? Sure. Anyways, there it is. I like that though. I think like saying hi more and just introducing yourself. I'm just going off the cuff. This isn't even mm. a bullet point, you know? Bang. But I think you'd be really surprised at just starting a conversation with someone. It's kind of hard because I struggle mm-hmm. with social anxiety, but even just a simple, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. If you're meeting someone in class, because I'm assuming a lot of kids are younger going into either in high school or, or class. Yeah, just like striking up a conversation with kind of any and everyone. You never know if that leads to something and, Absolutely not. and just kind of work on your networking skills. I was going to say something similar to yours, but I had a part-time job after college working mm. in a restaurant. And I wish instead of spending that time working in a restaurant, because that didn't really benefit me in any way. I wish I would have um, gotten a part-time job either working for a company or you know a specific person doing something that I wanted to do because you learn a lot, but also you might find a mentor and i think such a big part in what we do creatively is finding a mentor to have someone to ask questions get advice from but i think finding a mentor is um super helpful and i wish i would have found one earlier so when i first moved to la i like was freelancing only right and i was like alone and it sucked and i learned after like a year that like being like the full-on like sending the emails doing the marketing for myself is just not how i roll like now i'm with like an agency and they just like send me on shoots and shit and that's like what i need because i i felt like i was emailing more than i was making videos and i just wanted to focus on making videos and taking photos so i would just say find like the avenue that works for you there's a lot of different ways to make it in like a creative field and just like try them all maybe like like a little helicopter tour and like you'll find like because when i was doing freelancing i was like maybe i just won't do videos at all because it's too fucking hard to find work but now it's like now that i just have have consistent work thrown to me it's it's a lot easier and i like that a lot more i would say ooh, okay this is uh this is gonna be a good one it's okay to not know what you want to do in life 
dude like because there's there's so many instances of this where you get people that even are like 28 30 that have like done something for like a few years and like yo i don't want to do this anymore Mm -hmm. and 30 is still super young to Mm -hmm. change to change career paths you know even like 35 god like given that you have like money saved up and you're not gonna like be screwed and like be homeless if if you don't have your job Mm. but i think that it's always okay to like reevaluate be like yo am i happy am i going in the right path because i totally swapped I swapped my major senior year fall term and I had mm. completely switched from human physiology to advertising and not many people know that. And like, I remember being in a class senior year in a sophomore class in the ad school and this guy walked in and he's like, yeah, who knows like this about lighting about, it was three point lighting. Mm-hmm. It was like the big, I was a senior and I was like, I don't know anything about lighting. And I raised my hand, like, like the whole class raised their hand. They're like, no one knows about three point lighting or whatever. And I remember this dude's like, all right, who's a sophomore? And like, class like puts their hands up who's a junior class puts their hands up who's a senior only one very Mm. very back of the class and he's like we'll talk after i'm like oh my god all right dude and i like went into his class talked to him and he's like you're you're getting ready to graduate and you don't know about this and i'm like dude like you're kind of making me feel like shit right now but but he was like you know what you just gotta you just gotta work a little bit harder than everybody else and to like get your degree done and i still ended up finishing with just one extra term but and, and i totally could have said okay I'm going to do this human fizz thing, but I don't think I want to do it. And I was getting like C's and B minuses mm-hmm. and like barely scraping by in the human fizz degree. And I'm really happy. Then when I switched to ad, I was just crushing. I was getting A's in every class because I enjoyed it. It was like, right. It was, you a, care. Where, it was up my alley. Exactly. I didn't give a shit about plants. And now, plants. You're, now you're getting yeah, A's in real life. I give a shit about plants. Exactly. Now we're getting A's in real life. Unless like the plants are underwater. That's the thing though. It's like, exactly. He does love underwater love, coral like more coral. than anything. That's a great point, yeah. Kosas. I feel like I need to give it more attention how how good of a point that was. You don't like... Um, above water plants. You don't like above water plants? It them. doesn't... They're so Wait, stupid. I got another thing to go off this though. Like going into like video or like creative field is kind of weird in college a little bit. I remember all the classes are like, when you go work for that company or when you go work for this company, we're going to go for that all the time. And I was like, I just don't relate to that. So I talked to one of my business school professors, actually, because I just like went to his office hours and I was like, look, I'm in the business school and we all like everyone seems to be getting internships with like whatever. And I just like don't feel like that's me. And he told me this anecdote. He was graduated from Columbia and he said, I just went to upstate New York and I was going to be a printer. He's like, I made a cabin and I was going to like print stuff with like a like a old school printing press. And that's what he did. And he did that for like a year. And he's like, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. And he's like, it's okay to not know. And he said, most people don't know, actually. They, they seem like they know. They seem like they want to get this P&G internship or whatever. They don't do They don't care about cleaning supplies or whatever. I don't really remember what P&G sells. I think it's cleaning supplies. It's everything. But yeah. um, and so like, just don't freak out if you don't know what you want to do right away. Because my mom still says, I, I wonder what I'm going to want to do when I grow up. And she's like 55. I love, I love that. that. Yeah. I think that's so true. I think in going back to kind of what you were saying is like, don't believe everything you see on social media. It's so easy to think, especially on social media, you look at people be like, dude, they got their whole life figured out. They don't have any problems. Like they know exactly what they want to do. And it's just not the case. And I'd argue way more people have no fucking idea what they want to do. And if they say they do know what they want to do, it's maybe not because it's actually what they want to do. It's maybe because they think it's what they should do and it's the right thing to do yeah don't should yourself dude that's what actually what i one i would put on for sure is you feel like oh i should be doing this i should be feeling this way i should be having these thoughts fuck that dude should is just like such a way to keep out of the present because you're like i i am not who i should be but you are who you are and just be that person dude and like think that and like yeah if you should whatever have that kind of job you're just not gonna like like what you do 
like my brother thought he should have like he should be an engineer and then he is like i can't do that and then i should have this crazy job in tech didn't like that either but like he always felt like society told me i had to do that you taught me that recently i love that yeah fuck shoulds dude Mm -hmm. i love that i think we all got to go bigger go bigger is a is a group is a society you have to go bigger and you have to dream write it down make it become real and tell people about those ideas and if you have people that aren't listening to those ideas find new friends I agree. What did Rob Deerdeck say about manifesting ridiculousness? Instead of manifesting like the next season, he manifested like season 13. He that's was like, so let's go was, all in. He was, Jeez, that's sick. He yeah. was on season. Yeah, I love Rob Deerdeck too. Talk about, we were talking about Casey Neistat. Talk about someone on TV that was like a huge influence yeah, to me I as agree. a kid is watching Robin Big and Fantasy Factory. Same. And you're like, this guy's yeah. the shit. Same. So he was on, I want to say... It was anywhere between season like nine and like 11 around there for ridiculousness. And he was about to go into renew his contract for like episode or season 10. And he decided he was going to manifest instead of season 10. He's like, I want to manifest season 30. It ended up coming to fruition where he signed like a five year Mm -hmm. plan or a five year deal with MTV and got to year 30 of ridiculousness, which is absurd. So many seasons, dude. Yes. But yeah, like think big because where else? But like, what are you doing? You yeah. Know? And why? And why not? Just why? Why not you? You know? Right. Why not us? I love that saying. I love just like, why not you? Why can't you go and do whatever it is that you put your mind to? Because someone does. Yeah, because absolutely. And the person that actually like believes in it enough and is crazy enough to go after it, they usually get it. Mm hmm. Going off of Rob Deerdick, I would tell myself to not stop skating and also mm. get better at surfing and just do more like extreme sports instead of focusing so much on baseball because now I can still skate and I can still surf and snowboard and ski. But I started doing all of those things when I was really young as a kid. Right. And if I would have stayed consistent with it, I would have been way sicker at them now. Which would be fun. Exactly. That's purely what it would be. It would be fun. Right. I would be able to like film videos with it and just, it would just be purely for fun. And I still do it for fun, but it would be, I'd be a lot better at them, which is more More fun. Yeah, more fun. (laughs) I'm going to transition into things that we're glad that we did. At least I am going to. You don't have to. Okay. I'm glad that when I had the time, I like didn't try to get like an internship after sophomore year. I didn't like get a job right away after college. I traveled. I was lucky enough to like have worked enough like jobs before then or like during freelance stuff during the year do I could afford that. But I'm really glad that I traveled and like got inspiration to make videos while I did that. Yeah, I'm just like stoked about myself. Like those memories, like no one can take away. I remember like I got like, so we had some like shit stolen and not in here, but like previously, I remember just being like kind of feeling like violated, but also the first thought was like, they can't steal those fucking memories I have. And I'm so grateful for that. Like, and so, yeah, I'm glad, glad I did that. Go, go 18 and 20 and 22 year old me. There you go. Go chase. Mm-hmm. You gotta go, gotta go see the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that if you, if you have the opportunity and you do go to school or if you're not in school, just go, go abroad, save up your money, get a cheap flight on cheapflights.com or Expedia and f- buy it like months in advance, set a day and go abroad to some cool place that you've always wanted to go see. I feel a lot of people are like, I wish I would have traveled, but I don't have the money. It's not always the barrier because you can no. do it for cheap. You can yeah. stay in hostels and meet a lot of people. It's really fun. It's like the time, but it's mostly just fucking sending it. It's mm-hmm. scary, dude. Just buy the ticket because yeah. if you buy the ticket, you have to commit. Yeah, you're like pot it's committed. Right. In. 
I like that. Go abroad. Go abroad. See the world. It'll bring you more inspiration than you probably ever could imagine. And there's nothing like being in a new place to spark creativity. Yeah. I'm telling so you, true. it's nuts. 100%. Like, it's wild what your ideas will come to you. That's one thing I'm really proud of myself for going abroad, but just going away to school. I grew up in LA and I decided that it would be a good idea for me to get out of not just LA, but California and go experience something completely new. I'm really proud of myself that I did that. So that's one thing I am proud of myself for. One thing that I'm not as proud of or that I wish I would have told myself before going to school is, hey, it's really important to remember people's names when you Mm. first meet them. Because there were so many times where I would like reintroduce myself or be All like, oh, what's your name? And they'd be like, we've met already like two or three times and I would feel like an idiot. Yep. And so now I really try to make a conscious effort. And it's not very difficult to remember someone's name. Once they tell you their name, when you ask them questions, put their name in, in the back question. In. Yeah. The thing is, I, I focus on the handshake or the hug and I don't remember. I just focus on the yeah. handshake. And I'm like, I yeah. nailed that handshake. And then I was like, oh. Fuck, what did he say his name was? Every single time, dude. Can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely do do that. Do do. Do do. You got to take a do do? Yes, I do. Um, a 10 to? What is it? Uh, yeah, I got a 10 to. Yeah, we got a 10 to. We got a 10 to. I'm really glad that I moved to LA to make videos and just like went for it because I was really close to just like getting a marketing job in Minnesota and just like being comfortable. But, and when I moved here, it sucked. And I'm really glad I stayed patient because there was a lot of times I'm like, this sucks. It's not worth it. Maybe fucking making videos is too hard, but I kept doing it and I stayed patient and I'm really proud of myself for doing that because it was hard. Like if I didn't have like a certain amount of podcasts and like some some specific dinners at Coast's house, like I probably just would have drove home one day. I'm so glad you stayed too. Me too. I would have been so bummed if but you left. you got to be patient because success does not come overnight, dude. It took like, I mean, I still don't even know if I'm successful, but it took like three years at least for me to feel like comfortable and like at home and like feel good about myself here. I'm glad that I just kept going mm-hmm, and, exactly. I, and I didn't stop with the creative stuff because there was a lot of people, a lot of people in college, even dude, even friends that I knew, I don't like them anymore. Mm. They're not my friends anymore, mm, Fuck them. but friends that I did have at the time in school that were like, yo, like, what are you doing with this whole thing? It's kind of weird. Mm. It's different mm. because I was vlogging like everything. I was like vlogging, like going to class. Like yep. I was vlogging, going to do everything. And like, it's like embarrassing holding your camera. No, yeah. Yourself. Yeah. It is super embarrassing and it just becomes better. Like it's still awkward. That's a lie. It's still pretty awkward to like film in public low key sometimes. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it ever won't be. No, I don't think it ever won't be either. But you just got to keep going. You got to keep persevering. And I know that there's people that are listening to this that have probably had the thought of like, oh man, is this for me? Like, should I keep going with this? The answer is yes. If you like it, if you like it, if you like it, the answer is yes. And you got to keep pushing. You got to keep. And going if you want to do it because you love making stuff, don't do something for the wrong. Don't do it just because you want money. Or don't do it just because you want followers. Follow, exactly. Do it if you like doing it because that's the only way you'll be successful because you'll keep doing it just because it's fucking fun. How old were you in college when you started making videos? In 18. So you're a pledge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I also decided that it'd be a good idea to start my YouTube channel freshman year when I was a pledge. Just got roasted yes, by the fucking, bet. by just, same. just Greek life in general. I like, you would just get teased a bunch. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, I got bunch. teased. So, dude, I had a whole yik. I told you guys this. I had a yeah. whole yik yak page. I had to have had 150, 200 comments just roasting my YouTube channel. It was, it was messed so up. So, actually, an advice I would give that I'm actually, this is another thing I'm glad for because. I like felt that way, but I was really fortunate, like really fucking fortunate. Again, I kind of brought them up earlier, but like my college friends 
could have made fun of me so much, but were so fucking supportive. And maybe they made fun of me behind my back, but I never heard of it. But like, those are good friends. I was always making videos and they weren't interested in videos at all, but they were like really supportive of the videos. Like I would like submit stuff to like film, like the film festivals and they were not good. They would all fucking go, dude. They're like the best fucking dudes. And like, I remember thinking like, even if I post this video and it makes me seem douchey because I'm like trying to post vlogs in college, like I know that they will stay my friends. So it doesn't really matter. Try to find people that support you no matter what. Yeah. And if you can't, if they don't support you no matter what, fuck them. Yeah. Peace them out. Just yeah. say no. Remove people from your life, dude. If they suck. Seriously. I like that. I've had to do that a few times. Mm -hmm. Actually. It's hard. It's, hard. it's really tough, especially like growing up i never really even felt like i had a ton of friends so when i felt like i didn't want to hang out with a specific person because they didn't align with my views or we just like weren't on the same page it was mm. really tough for me because i was like well if i lose this friend then i really feel like i don't have a lot of people and like uh. then that's like a really shitty lonely feeling but it's it's definitely better to cut those types of people out in your life and be all good like by yourself yep than continuing to be in that type of friendship totally yeah, agree absolutely. Well, you're lucky you found those I am, those I good am, guys yeah dude it was weird i'm t i'm sure it was the same it sounds like we had the same type of thing yeah. with the youtube thing that shit sucked especially so discouraging because you think that everyone's like down for it when you yeah. make it you're like all right everyone's gonna fuck with it yeah, yeah this yeah. is great this is great and then you see or hear people like yo you're yeah you're you're like the douchey gym guy i was like oh i'm just trying to help kids work out i don't think you really get it it's fine but right i mean people it. just tease you i mean when we went on that aspen trip we made a thing for like blasted shreds was a cereal and like i'd be like at the union like having beers with my friends and people come up to me like oh blasted shreds and like keep walking and I'm like, dude, like, I, will. I just got a fucking free trip to Aspen, Aspen dude. Yeah. You, right, you. right. And it still makes me mad a little bit. Like, I'm still irked right now, dude. I Sometimes will. Sometimes I get a little pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Blood's boiling. Right. Um, yeah, I'll look back at my old YouTube videos sometimes and be like, ah, I deserve to be bullied. They fucking That's the scene, no. though. Dude, like, dude, but, but, so at the, but at the same time, it's just like you got to start somewhere. Dude, I look you back. You got to start somewhere. Dude, they were cringy. Yeah. Yes, all of my old videos, like yeah. the ones in the Some beginning. Some of my videos are still cringy probably. No, yeah, definitely. They're like cringy for sure, but it's like it's all a part of the process and like mm -hmm. learning how to make videos and like what your voice is going to be and like trying to be authentic. Trying to be authentic in front of a camera is very, very difficult. It's just Dude, hard. And like, I, I genuinely commend anyone out there that is trying the creative thing or if they're interested in it, if they're given photography, what design, whatever, because it's fucking hard and it's very, very difficult to go from zero to one. Right. Once you get to one, right. getting to two is a lot easier. Getting to three yeah. is a lot easier. So getting to true. four is way easier. But zero to one is the hardest thing and that's where I feel like you actually see like Oh, th that's when someone says, that's not that bad. Like, mm. you know what I mean? But getting to that one is so, so hard and it requires so much um, focus and so much determination to like actually get there and then keep going. Yep. I think the authenticity though, I think that's what irks me about my old YouTube videos is looking back at them and being like, you weren't being your authentic self. You right. were kind of putting on a character because you thought this is what people the audience cool. right. wanted to see instead of no just be yourself be as authentic as you can it is tough in front of the it's, camera it's super hard uh, that's part i think that's part of the yeah. process though is learning what it is like what your voice is actually going to be on the internet you even, know? and even in fucking real life dude. yeah yeah dude you still facts. have to figure out like who you are yeah like i didn't know who i was i remember when i got to freshman year of college someone like asked me like kind of asked me deep questions about like who you are and i was like i don't know like, i just got here <laughs> 
okay? I'm trying to figure it's like this my first day out. of college. Like, chill out. <laughs> I'm but still I was, moving in, bro. But, but I remember, like, physically feeling, yeah, like, can you help me with my futon and just not ask questions? Like, I remember my sophomore year, like, actually, like, genuinely feeling like, oh, that's who I am. And it was such a weird feeling. I, like, kind of, like, got a grasp of, of what what I was as a person and, like, how I wanted to present myself to myself as well as the world. And I never thought about that before. Like, never had that self-awareness. And now I think about it all the time. Something I admire about you is that I feel like you do know who you are and maybe you still are trying to figure it out a little bit, but I do feel like you have a good foundation of who you feel like you are because when you have an opinion about something and someone says something else, you yeah, you're not you're your not guns. being straight. You're not being straight. Just like that hoodie being just one size too small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it fits right. It's yeah. fine. Okay. Chase likes to get hoodies that are just that are a size. size. Medium, no, the, the, the size. You're there's a the six four man. It's correct. Fine. Here's the thing. Chase is six three and he's wearing a medium hoodie. That doesn't make doesn't sense. Doesn't add up. It, it fits my body. You look body cuter than shit, well. though. Let me tell you. But here's the no thing. No matter what you wear, you look cute as shit. I started to realize. <laughs> That people just dress like the oversized thing. I saw those pictures of Justin and Haley Bieber, and I think they look like Oompa Loompas. I think they look fucking hilarious with those huge coats and those huge pants. I think they look hilarious. Like, so is, dumb. Jay Beebs is like exactly my height. See, Chloe. but and that's what that's what people say. And girls love the oversized thing. I just I do, and I I understand that it's fashion and whatever. No, I, think it's like I just don't get it. I, oh, Chloe says it's fuck the patriarchy, but but a patriarchy. Do you want to do you want to come over to the mic and talk about this? <laughs> We're gonna table it. Um, We're gonna be up all night talking about that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think the um, the oversized looks looks oompa loompa sometimes. I think some people can pull it off though. Kid Cudi was in oversized stuff tonight. He looked sick as fuck. It made me realize that I should have probably gotten a large. Not even kidding. Kid Cudi. But like Justin Bieber, Scott, I thought it looked funny. Talking about Scott. I'm talking about Scott. Yeah. So we're going to end the podcast here and then we're going to go have Chase order a size large. Well, I got the large pants. I got the large matching pants. Good stuff. Guys, I hope you all enjoyed Mm. this episode of the podcast. I think this was really fun for us to do, kind of just reflecting on everything that we've done in life and hopefully giving you some advice so you can learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. And power through and just keep going with whatever it is that you're doing. And we're still working on these things. Yeah. Like we still talk about being consistent. I post on TikTok once every two years. You know, and I'm working on it. Hey, yeah. I love yeah, that. I'm working on I love it. that. If you're still here, please take a screenshot, love it up, and in your story, tag the boys. We'll be in those Subscribe. DMs. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sub to the YouTube. If oh, you're yeah. if you're listening to this right now, go to the YouTube. Go and to the YouTube. leave a nice review on the podcast please. app. There's still one comment that really irks me. Yeah. Still pisses me off and just drown it with five stars. We would really appreciate it. Shout out to all of you that have already left this review, and we'll see you guys all next time. Peace. Boom. Peace.